Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in And then I'll watch them roll away again Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. I left my home in Georgia, headed for the Frisco Bay. Cause I've had nothing to live for, and look like nothing's gonna come my way. So I'm just gonna sit. On the dock of the bay, watching the tide Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to Blind Love Radio. I am your host, Anna Rosen, and today I have a fabulous guest on. I have Sam of Waxwing Tarot. You can connect with her there on Instagram, waxwing.tarot. And Sam is an amazing tarot reader. She's been so supportive during these super weird times and has been giving out so many free and sliding scale and affordable tarot readings to help support the collective. And I just think she's amazing. We met in real life during Lindsay Mack's Tarot for the Wild Soul class when she was in D.C., And we connected there and became friends. And it's been so much fun just watching her blossom as she's moved to New York City and is giving readings now. And uh, it's just such a delight. Um, So we kind of get into a lot of stuff about the quarantines and the sheltering in place and what she's doing to keep her sanity and feel supported during this time. Um, She gives us a collective reading. We talk about books. We talk about movies. We talk about how to entertain yourself, um, how to create rituals so you can find that support and stability that I feel like a lot of us feel like we're missing. Um, So I think you guys are all going to enjoy this one. Definitely reach out to Sam. Get a reading. You're going to love it. Um, I think she's an affiliate of the Tarot for the Wild Soul course this year. So go on her Instagram, find out more information about that if you're interested. And I know you can get some free readings if you use her promo code. So check out that. That's a little fun little tidbit. And I hope you guys are doing well. I love you. Stay healthy. Stay safe. This Aries full moon, um, not Aries full moon, Libra full moon. We're in Aries season, so it's Libra full moon. Um, Has been weird. I feel like if it's causing you to be really self-critical, we need to stop that and let that shit go. That is my only advice. I'm going to keep it very short and sweet. Um... I think the first place we can start being more supportive is with ourselves. So let's stop the negative self-talk. 
That stuff needs to end, needs to stop right now. You are amazing. Um, and that's it. I love you guys. Sending lots of love and enjoy this convo with Sam. I can't do what 10 people tell me to do. So I guess I'll remain the same. Sitting here resting my bones. And this loneliness won't leave me alone. Two thousand miles I roam just to make this. Okay, so go ahead and tell everyone hello and who you are, what you do, all that good stuff. Oh my gosh! Okay, hi. Um, I'm Sam from Waxwing Tarot. You can find me at waxwing.tarot on Instagram. Um, I made notes about myself because I'm a Gemini, and I literally wrote down my name. Like oh my god, I love that. <laughs> it's like, who am I? <laughs> yeah, who am I? Um, yeah, so I'm a tarot reader. Um, I'm queer. Um, I'm a Gemini sun, moon, and rising. Oh my god, all three? Um, yes. It's, wow. it's a hard life, but somebody has to do it. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I'm also into uh, like being outside, which is really sad right now, obviously. Um and I like museums, birding, cooking, um, you know, all the usual stuff. All the fabulous um, things. Yes, all the good things one can't enjoy in the present moment we are recording this podcast. <laughs> so what got you into tarot? Oh my gosh, so the story goes back to when I was living in D.C., which is when you and I met in person. Yes. Um, which feels like forever ago, um, like a lifetime away. Um, but so I moved to DC, um, and I kind of felt like I had a lot more space to start working on stuff I had been ignoring a lot of my life. Um, so I had just gotten out of grad school. Um, I had gotten a fellowship, which led me to DC. Um, I just felt like I had a lot more space to do a lot of work. (laughs) Um, so I went to therapy for the first time. And kind of around the exact same time, I picked up my first tarot deck. And that kind of was an equally supportive journey, tarot and therapy together. Um, And I'm really glad that I kind of got into tarot that way because I feel like it's really important for my practice and how I use it for myself and for other people. Um, So, yeah, I don't even know, like, what brought me to pick up my first deck. Like, I literally just did it at Politics and Prose, the bookstore in D.C. (laughs) Did you, like, see it and you were like, I need that? Or did you, like, go specifically there to buy it? Um, I'm trying to like, I always try to remember because I don't really know what came first. I think I had always like seen tarot imagery and was like interested in it. Um, cause I'm like kind of like emo and like, I like a lot of the imagery in the traditional deck, um, the Smith Rider weight. Um, so that's kind of what drew me to it. And my first deck was the Smith Rider weight. Um, I think I just saw it at politics and pros and I was like that, like, I, I know what it is. And I like want to have it like with me. So I love that. So like, what weird. deck do you use now? Um, I have a bunch of different decks, um, but currently my favorite is the Pagan Otherworld, which like, me you too. Use I love yeah. it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so it's like my my like support right now, and I feel like especially for this like exact moment, it's very grounding and kind of makes me feel like I can connect to the outside world that I'm not in right now. Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. I feel like we'll get to like the topics of now and what's happening in the world, but I, (laughs) but like in a minute, because I feel like 
when I like met you in DC to seeing you now and just seeing you through your work on Instagram and with tarot, I feel like you've had this like blossoming open like I feel like you've totally evolved into this like not that you weren't amazing before (laughs) but like just like this next level of amazingness like you just seem like so comfortable in your own skin and like it's just this like overflowing of energy where you can not only like help yourself but like I feel like you're helping other people and it's just so beautiful. So, like, how has that process been? Do you, like, feel that? Do you, um, I don't know, like, what has been, what has the journey been like? Oh, my gosh. Thank you, first of all. Like, what a high compliment. And I really do feel like I have had that experience in the past couple months. Um, and part of it has to do with, as I already mentioned a little bit, going to therapy for the first time and, like, really investing in, like, thinking about, like certain ways I've constructed my life and like the way I think about myself and the way I talk to myself. Um, and like a lot of that just had to go away um, in order for me to kind of be myself a little bit more. Um, and that's one of my like main goals of therapy um, was to try to be more present in my life. Um, so therapy was like a really big thing. Another thing, um, I just moved to New York um, in November which was um, kind of a big step in life. Um, I mean, clearly, it's like a whole thing. Totally. Um, yes. Yeah, so that was like really expansive for me, I think. Um, and just kind of having the capacity to like take what I've learned and kind of move through this transition in my life in a way that was more aligned with like who I want to be and like how I want to show up for myself and people around me. Um, so kind of both those things together like my therapy journey and then kind of getting to put my new way of thinking about myself into practice when I had a whole shift in my life. Um, so it's been kind of like a lot of shedding, a lot of like tower moment, but like in a really good way. Um, and also like a lot of like night of cups moment for me. Like mm-hmm. I figured out how to like move through my life in a way that's like a little gentler, I think, um, I which is that. really hard, but I'm really glad I did some of the work to get there. I feel like we kept pulling like all of these swords for you. Yes. Didn't we like in the queen of swords specifically, I remember. Yes. And I feel like a lot of that goes along with some of my like past trauma and like boundary setting. Um, Like I had a lot of swords come up for me when I was first using the tarot and when I was first going to therapy um, and there's kind of a shift more towards like the cups and kind of moving away from some of the ways that I think about myself and the ways that I think about life in general um, and kind of moving towards a more like watery place, which is not really natural for me being a triple air sign. Oh my God, um, yes. So that's been the journey as well. Um, and I think a lot of it too has come from like the support of the tarot community. Um and just kind of being a part of like this whole group of people who are working on, you know, being there for themselves in healthy ways um, has been really helpful for me. So I want to hear about what inspired the idea for you to do the paintings 
that you posted and then people would like <laughs> vote what card it reminded them of which I like loved that I feel like you oh should God. still keep doing it with just like finding pictures online and then <laughs> posting them because oh I feel like it like helps you think about cards in like more of an abstract way and like really like bringing out the feeling like you talking about like all the cups energy it feels like so cuppy <laughs> if that's a word <laughs> oh my gosh I love that I'm gonna use that uh, um, I'm so glad you enjoy it I like just randomly decided to do it one day because I have all these photos from trips to museums and like a lot of like works that strike me and kind of like reflect something in the tarot for me um and I'm like all about the aesthetic, like I'm all about the vibes. Um, so I just like naturally had a collection of these images and I was kind of thinking like, I don't do anything with them. Um, and with my Instagram kind of growing and like getting to meet more people and connecting with more folks who are into tarot, um, I felt like that was the perfect way to share it and kind of, you know, see what other people think. I've been posting, oh, just for the audience, because if you don't know me, um, you can find this in my highlight on my Instagram, Tarot and Art. Um, so basically, I just take a um, photo of a piece I've seen in a museum um, and then leave it for people to choose between two choices of what card they think it aligns with best. So I'll choose two cards that I think either match it or one that I think kind of does or one that's kind of out there um, and then see what people think um, in the poll. And it's been really interesting. Some people are like very like split, like 50-50 on some cards. And some are like very clearly like one or the other. So it's been kind of cool. It's so cool to choose yourself. And then you see what like the collective thinks right after because yeah. it shows you the poll. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. It's so fun. I've gotten fun. so many comments and feedback about um, people suggesting their own stuff I didn't even think of. Um, so it's been like a really cool way to connect with people. So cool. Okay, so you're in New York. I feel like we have to talk about coronavirus. Mm, I know. I feel like we've like obliquely mentioned it. Obviously, people in the future may hopefully have moved on from this hopefully, moment. I know. Uh, but yeah, how are you doing? I feel like it's just crazy. Like my whole world feels like it's been turned upside down. And... Like, I'm in the wedding industry, and that's basically mm -hmm. been canceled. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Until oh, <dear>. further notice. <laughs> All mm -hmm. events. I was, like, so... I wasn't, like, putting my head in the sand, but I didn't think it would get this bad to the point... Yeah. Like, you just feel like weddings are, like, job security because it's, like... You, you think, like, nobody's going to cancel their weddings. Right. But... I mean, it's happening, especially oh when you gosh. can't get into a group over 10 people like that uh, does not um, allow for many events to be happening. And I think it's like the whole industry is suffering. And yeah, so that's been crazy. Um, mm -hmm. I feel for like all the restaurant people. Like, New oh York is doing the same thing as Maryland now. You can only take food out and yes. take it to go or get it delivered. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, all these small businesses and um, 
just like the pandemonium at the grocery store. Oh my gosh. Ah, terrible. Yeah. And like I got a new job working at a flower nursery, which Mm. is very exciting. Um, But I assume like that will probably end up going on hold. I feel like everything, like if it's not emergency like hospitals or gas stations are all going to be quarantined. It feels Mm. like it's going to be like Italy is. Um, So it's very like hard for everything to be changing. It's just like that moon energy. It's not even the moon energy. It's like the hanged man energy where it feels like everything is dying and you have like no control over anything. Right. And Uh. it also feels like it's like a th- I heard somebody talking about it like it's a thing of nature. So like nature has this natural like checks and balances. And even though it's something like we don't like, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's like a bad thing, even though it's causing like so much suffering and, you know, it's not going to be good for everybody. Um, and it's so hard to like wrap my little head around that when there is, when there is so much <laughs> suffering and people dying and it's hard to like yeah it's hard to like intellectualize it but I don't even know if we're necessarily supposed to be intellectualizing it like if that's even like the thing to do it feels more like we should be like using that like knight of cups energy of like trying to just like move through it in the easiest way possible mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, yeah I feel you. Also, I feel like the hangman really does like align to where we are right now because it's kind of exposing a lot of the problems that like we've always known are there with our systems um, in this country in particular. Um, And this just kind of like brings all that stuff to the forefront. Um, So I do hope like through some of this, there can be inspiration for change and hopefully in the next election, people will I know. I don't know. Yes, Bernie. Are you a Bernie yes. fan? Oh yeah, I went to the fireside chat the other day. So relaxing. What is that? What was the fireside oh, chat? Bernie's been doing little fireside, um, like digital meetups, um, where he like talks about his platform. Um, I love that. So where like, do you find that? Nice. Um, I think it's on his website. Um, what is that? Bernie dot yeah. com. Bernie <laughs> <laughs> Feel the burn. Uh, I yeah, love that. Yeah, that's a good thing to watch in this moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he, it feels like he's really there for the people. Mm-hmm. And especially the middle class, which I feel like even if you think you're wealthy, you're middle class. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. even like acknowledging your privilege, it's still middle class. Like it benefits everybody. Right. Oh, Bernie. Oh, Bernie. God, God, Bernie, help us. (laughs) Exactly. Because I feel like these things that like Trump is doing with like giving out business loans. It's like it doesn't actually it can't get to everybody and it only like targets certain people. Mm -hmm. And then I mean, it feels a little bit also like it's just being postponed like then right. everybody's going to have to like pay all this back and who knows if they can do that and 
<sighs> just a collective sigh i know what do you think like what has been some medicine you've been giving yourself the only reprieve mm. that's been helping is like watering my plants <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> i love that oh my gosh i don't have any plants here i have one small cactus um who is valiantly persisting but <laughs> um every yeah no other plants you have a lot of books. In a studio Oh yeah. Books instead of plants. Um, (laughs) (laughs) we live in a studio, which since the quarantine is now the home office for me and my partner. Um, so it's a struggle, but one plant. Um, yeah. So other ways I've been supporting myself. Um, I've been doing tarot reading, um, for a lot of folks. So I offered, um, free or tips only tarot readings. Um, and I posted an ad on Lex. Um, do you know Lex? The no, app? what is that? Oh my God. Okay. So Lex is like the like dating and friends app for like queers of all varieties. Uh-huh. Um, and so I posted an ad on there and then they shared my ad on their Instagram and it like blew up. So now I have tons of readings. I um, love that. In which is so great. Um, what did you say is your ad? Um, I will look it up. Let's see. Oh, wait, I'm yeah. on my phone now. Um, okay, I will find it. Let's see. If I minimize you, you'll still be here. <laughs> uh, okay. And also, I hope everybody didn't like, wasn't annoyed by my huge corona rant. I just feel like it's top of the mind. <laughs> no, I mean, we can't avoid it, I don't think, at this time. <laughs> it feels like it would be insensitive not to say anything. No, I totally agree. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I found my ad. Okay, so soft tarot for support. Um, reaching a metaphorical hand across the social distance um, to offer free tarot readings to my fellow sad queers. Um, and a lot of people really responded to it. And so now I have like all this backlog of um, readings I can do and people were like really vulnerable in what they kind of put forward for their intention for the reading. Um, and it's been like a really good way to stay connected to the collective and try to support and like use my hands and like kind of be a little bit more grounded when it feels like it's hard to have control this moment obviously and we don't have control at any moment but um this one's particularly hard to accept um so that's really been helpful to me it feels so pluto saturn Mm -hmm. i feel bad like it's a little spooky how it's all happening like with it starting the day that they went conjunct in december in China that was like I think the first outbreak started like the day that it became conjunct oh my gosh and it was interesting with it like on a personal level my first wedding that canceled is the day that Saturn moves into Aquarius so this like strictness of Saturn to like social events I don't know. It's just so freaky. Oh my gosh. Will you give us a collective reading? Oh my gosh. Sure. Okay. Let's see. I have my deck. Yeah. So exciting. All right. Let's see what comes out. Um, yeah. So basically, all the readings I've been doing for folks online, um, 
just kind of an invitation from the tarot for the present moment. Um, nothing else is really in our control, obviously. Um, so I'll ask the, the same intention here um, for the collective. Shuffling noises. Yeah, shuffle away. Oh. oh, okay. And we have popped out with death. Ah, that was on the bottom of the Came deck, too. Right the whole out. time you were shuffling. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was it like, literally, I see it. <laughs> it left, and then, like, two others left on the floor. So there's a lot happening here. Um, But, yeah, death. I feel that for this moment, you know? Like, I, I feel, feel like that. this is an opportunity for us all to kind of examine where we are right now in our lives and like kind of how we're showing up for each other and kind of let go of the like patterns we've been in that aren't working for right now. This is kind of like a unprecedented, unprecedented moment for us all. And I think death really reflects that vibe. We've all had to let go of a lot. It's true. And letting go of like the identity of like what we do day to day. Right. Right. Yeah. And I feel like with a lot of people who are privileged enough to work from home, um, obviously, like, that's like a a great privilege to have. Um, But I do feel like a lot of people who I connect with, my friends I see on Instagram, like, feel a lot of, like, loss in their identity of being in the workspace every day. Yeah. And kind of, like, losing that shell of, like, who you are on a day-to-day basis. Um, Mm -hmm. And seeing people. Yeah. I feel like this death of, like, who you are in relationship. Right. Because I feel like when you die, you die alone, right? Mm -hmm. Very intense, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, that idea of, like, being more Mm self-reliant. But in the same way, I feel like we're going into this, like, big Aquarius energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I feel that. So it's like Ugh. this parallel, like these two things happening, but they don't really make sense. Yeah, I think that that too, like fits with like both the death and the moon card, which the moon card has come up in a couple of readings I've had recently too. So I feel like that's kind of here for the collective as well. Just kind of accepting that we don't know what's going to happen, which is very mm-hmm. hard, but I think that's like one of the biggest lessons of the tarot that's important to me. It's just kind of focusing on the present because you can't know or control what comes next. You just gotta How be. do you feel about the emperor and this being an emperor year? Mm. And I feel like this is all happening as we move into the emperor month of Aries. Oh my gosh. So true. Oh my gosh. I forgot that we're already towards the end of Pisces season. It's right. And so like, such a shift this week it barely feels like we're in reality anymore i know this is like a different world aliens is happening oh my gosh oh yeah no oh my gosh yeah i don't know the emperor i feel like for me can be about a lot of like ways we structure how we show up in the world or like what we like give of ourselves in the world. And this kind of goes along with what we were saying before about like a lot of people like losing their identity of their day-to-day life as somebody in the world, um, like as a worker, as like a caregiver, whatever you are on a day-to-day basis that you can't be now. I feel like the loss of that is like very much like very impacted by this being the emperor year. I don't know. 
Oh, geez. It's a rough time. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like fire feels like going through, like, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, purification, but it feels like a purification of the, of our, like, leadership Mm -hmm. in our systems. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like our systems on a macro level obviously are already showing how they fail us um, and feel the most vulnerable and they'll continue to do that. Um, so that's very interesting going into the emperor season, Aries, and kind of like the screaming baby energy of the zodiac. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Like, I feel like things are changing every day. So it's very interesting to think about where we will be even a couple of days from now. Yeah, when's the first day of Aries? I don't know. I don't even know. Should what I give is, it what a even is today? Today I mean, is what? I don't oh, today's St. Patrick's Day, so it's March seventeenth. Oh yeah, it is. Yes. Aries dates. Okay. March twenty first. Mm. So this Saturday. Mm-hmm. That feels very soon. I feel like next week is going to be a whole different week. Right. I feel like it's going to be a whole different, like, year, a whole different, like, life. <laughs> totally. I feel mm-hmm. like that's, if I were to guess, I feel like that's when everybody's going to be quarantined. Yeah. By Saturday. I would agree. So then yeah. people don't, like, start going out again to, like, events and stuff. Right. You know, it's like weird for me because, um, I might've mentioned this to you already, but, um, I have been quarantined since last Wednesday actually. Um, because I found out I could have been exposed to COVID-19. Um, I don't have any symptoms or anything, but so that's when I started my quarantine, um, for 14 days. So I was kind of already in lockdown when the city outside was kind of locking down. Uh-huh. Um, so it's been kind of like a weird thing to like witness people making that shift like a little bit later than me and my partner Mm -hmm. um you're like watching from the outside now yeah but I I am glad to like to have already kind of been hunkered down inside um and kind of be like moving into that a little ahead of everything um because I think it's quite a shock for everyone and I feel like it kind of softened it a little bit for me yeah my (sighs) sister she worked in the freedom tower and they didn't mm. close that until I think the beginning of this week. And I think mm-hmm. she's showing symptoms now at home. Oh, dear. I know. Uh, and like, what is even like being, if you're in quarantine for two weeks, are you then not contagious after that? Yeah. So I guess it's the 14 day period is the intent is to make it so that even if you aren't symptomatic, you could still be a carrier. So the 14 week. I mean, 14 week quarantine. <laughs> um, day um, quarantine is to try and make sure you get out of your system before you go into the world. I personally will probably not be going out into the world in, when my quarantine is over because probably we'll be on a full quarantine. Um, but yeah, I guess that's the intention. I mean, I wish everyone had stayed home earlier, but it is obviously hard to get that moving. Totally. And there's no, I mean, workplaces are still not even closing. Right. Uh, yeah. 
Like, I know, like, some family members of mine, their offices don't even want to close. And they've written emails like, hey, really would like to, like, work from home. And they've been assholes about it. Oh, my gosh. Which is crazy. Like, how can you ignore, especially when you can work from home. Right. Like, the audacity to be a business and, like, make your people come in is just crazy to me. Great. No, I agree. It feels a little <sighs> bit like that emperor shift of like being like a, a greedy emperor rather than like giving to the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I see that. Especially like as like a lot of institutions start to shut down. So like the libraries here, the public libraries, and I think in DC as well, right? Um, the public libraries have all closed. Um, and then the museums have closed. The restaurants are closed. So Yeah, movie like, theaters shut down. Right. And, like, with all of that happening, what is the point of uh, making people who can work from home come into work? I just don't know. Um, luckily, here, I think a lot of people are able to shift to telework, but it is quite, like, a privileged position to be able to do that. Um, especially in New York, there's so many people who rely on jobs that they just can't do right now um yeah i feel so bad for waitresses yeah oh yeah oh my god to not be able to do that to not get paid you're already like not making a paycheck like an actual paycheck paycheck right like all tip work ah we're sending you love waitresses yes (laughs) um oh my gosh and especially i feel like la that must be huge Oh, yeah. you have all the actors that are, like, working in restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. Same here, too. Um, Broadway shut down um, right. last week, um, which I had been in quarantine because I had been potentially exposed to um, an usher who had tested positive at the last Broadway show I was going to before I planned to cancel all my events. <laughs> um which is kind of ironic, but um, in response to that <laughs> that incident, um, Broadway had to shut down. Wow, you um, are like really in the the front lines there. Yeah, I yeah, it was like a weird time. I do feel like it made me like realize or like kind of take more seriously what was going on a little bit earlier. So I'm like grateful for that. Um, like I saw a lot of people like still going out like this past weekend and like mm-hmm. still posting on Instagram about like brunching and I'm like, kids, like, what's not? Yeah, <sighs> I feel like th- it, they, I feel like in response to that, because I feel like there's been so many mixed messages mm-hmm. about like how serious to take it. And especially right. like with our capitalistic society of like, with people still having them go to work so then they'll still go out I also find a lot of people that have been quarantined from like school and their jobs will still be going out to do like fun stuff that they like (laughs) like honey what (laughs) like what do you think your school is all online for now guys (laughs) yeah which like makes me question (sighs) what's going on and uh, I see, like, a lot of old people out and about. Oh, no. I know. And Please, I'm like, babies. no, stay home. What are you oh, doing? Dear. 
you know with like unnecessary purchasing like not even like at a grocery store oh dear but i think they've seen like so many things come and go and like overcoming like wars and recessions and it feels very like hyped up Mm -hmm. but like at the same time like it's different right yeah and I just personally I mean I'm sure you agree with this I personally would rather be like overcautious than you know risk harm to my community like when I found out I could have been exposed I could have just gone about my daily business but I felt like quarantining was the right thing to do because a I have the privilege to do it um I'm able to work from home because I already work from home every day (laughs) um so it was really just giving up uh things in my life that I enjoy like going out in the evening um and like I'm willing to do that if it helps prevent like a nice old lady getting sick from me um so yeah I don't know it's an interesting time you know it was very interesting when I went to visit my sister in New York in I want to say February it was like early February and there was a lot of people that were wearing masks that were from overseas I think like China and Asia and it wasn't like big here yet at all. And people definitely weren't worrying about it at that point, I would say. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because my sister was like, well, they have a very different culture where they're more community focused, where America is definitely more like individual focused, where they Mm -hmm. might just be wearing a mask to prevent you from getting out anything, not, to prevent themselves from getting anything. And I thought that was like so interesting. I agree. Also thinking back to February, specifically in this city, so in New York, um, which is probably around the time you were visiting, I had gone down to Chinatown um, because there had been such a drop in business. Um, so I went down to go to some like restaurants that I liked there. And like you saw no white people out and about. Um, what is that, and like I xenophobia, like, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel like the early stuff was people being just like xenophobic and like not visiting like areas of the city that they thought like had a higher chance of infecting them or something like whatever, whatever those thoughts are that I don't have. <laughs> but like but everybody like, uses the subway. Right. Like, yeah. So, so people it have makes like these no dumb, <laughs> dumb reactions. Yeah. So I don't know. Like that's kind of the stuff I saw happening in February. Um, that was like the only reaction I saw to it early on, um, which was like disturbing on many levels. <laughs> um, it is. Yeah. And that's <sighs> so hard because I feel like that's only going to get worse. And yeah. they keep calling it like a foreign infection. It's not a foreign virus it's just a virus right like it's a global pandemic her president is such an asshole <laughs> like his i don't know his uh his addresses lately have been like extremely cringeworthy and like just make me so anxious right to no, see that that's our leader in this crisis right it's like unfathomable really (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. And I work for the government, so he's kind of like my boss. Just <laughs> 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 disgusting. <laughs> we just um, postponed our primary election. Oh, that's great. That is good. good. So yeah, then people can people actually vote. Going out. Right. Right. Uh, hopefully they'll do that in other places as well. And then you think about yeah. like the healthcare workers, their kids. I would also like to say if you have to go to work, if you're like a healthcare professional or something like that, please look to your artist friend or waitress friend to watch your kids. Mm-hmm. Because they need money, you need health or child care. That's <laughs> <laughs> like this is symbiotic relationship. Right? I feel like there are ways for us to like help each other if we like think about them mm-hmm. and reduce the stress for everyone. Yeah. And like I've seen like a lot of that. Like I feel like even just in the entire community, like there's a lot of people like reaching out to support and kind of you know, be there for others and, like, use their privilege that they have to support other people who don't have it right now. Um, So, like, it's encouraging to see. I think people are, like, moving towards being more supportive or changing the way that they think of supporting their community. I saw people were going to, like, get together and write, like, um, I can't talk, an (laughs) elderly community, like, a bunch of letters. Mm-hmm. which I thought I was very that. sweet but I also thought about like does the virus stick to the letters oh yeah right like is that really safe I don't know maybe they could like email them though yeah that yeah. would be really cute <laughs> I love that yeah I actually don't know what the guidance is around sending letters I love the idea but yeah I don't know what <laughs> we're supposed to think at this moment Right, because isn't that the problem with, like, all the delivery stuff also? Because you kind of think you're, like, getting around stuff. Right. But it does, like, lower your exposure. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If only we had proper communication from government agencies for guidance in this time. (laughs) That would be wonderful. (laughs) And not, like, yes, and not contradictory messages. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I usually don't like our governor, Hogan, mm. but I do like him in this situation. That's good. It is as good. He's like really, <laughs> he's really been putting the crackdown on, on stuff, which I think is for the best. I agree. Ugh. Now you just need your mayor to shut down the city. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's very true. <sighs> yeah. Okay, should we talk about something other than coronavirus? <laughs> yes, oh my gosh. <laughs> so much. <laughs> so what else are you doing? Like, have you been reading good books? Or what are some, like, fun things you've been doing at home? <laughs> Um, I have been reading some, I had got out, well, as you can see behind me, I have a lot of books I already own, but, um, I had got out like a bunch of books in the library before it closed and before I was in quarantine. So I have some new stuff. That's good. 
Um, I'm also having like a nightly movie night with my partner. Um, Ooh, I, love that. I feel like it's great. Like you don't have to think about stuff. You don't have to engage like, except for with what you're seeing. And like, I think it's really a good way to cope. Um, so we watched Clue last night, which was very Ooh, fun. Was it good? Yeah. It was like very camp, very like amusing, entertaining for this time. I would recommend to anybody. <laughs> it feels like a very Gemini movie. Mm-hmm. It's like the artifice, the performance. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> I love that. Uh, okay, yes. give us How your... You? Hold on, before we get to me. Give <laughs> us your top five favorite books of all time. Oh my gosh, no. And this then also like, like some so ones you're though. reading right now. Okay, this is the hardest. We're going to go over to my bookshelf because I have Ooh, you on the phone. Guys, we are moving. Oh yeah, you don't know this, listeners. There's like a whole wall in the studio apartment dedicated. Yes. you got to have your priorities, right? Um, Let's see. Okay. What am I reading right now? Right now, I, I just finished Fun Home, which I had never read before by Alison Bechdel. It was fine. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Um, sorry to anybody who loves Alice and all. I do too, but uh, just like not totally my thing. Um, I'm also reading The Non-Existent Night. Very good. I like that, that cover. Yes. Wow. It's very like Night of Cups. It is. Um, yes. Um, let's see. Okay. Favorite books of all time. I really like. You know what's um, a really fun practice? Is pulling a card for the book before you read it. Ooh, I love that. And then you kind of like have to like figure out like what in that energy is like playing out in the book and like, or you can even ask like, what should I learn from this book and then pull a card? I love that. I've never thought of that. And then you could even use it as a bookmark. Oh my gosh, so beautiful. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Everybody Tarot should do tips. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I've been trying to think of books that are my favorite. I will just list some. I don't know if this is my top five. It like changes often. Okay. But okay. I love The Once and Future King by T.H. White. Okay. Um, incredible. Also, it has like a lot of like heroic cycle, kind of the fool's journey kind of vibe. Um, highly recommend to my tarot friend. Um, also love The Price of Salt, aka Carol, the 2015 Ooh. film. Um, incredible. Um, I also love, I don't know, there's like so many things, and I love them all. I love like Emma Donahue's early stuff, um, when she still wrote about things that I cared about. <laughs> also, I recently read Archive of Alternate Endings. Which is now on my top five, I would say. Ooh. It's by Lindsay Draker, and it's very like it's a lot. It's also very tarot-y, I would say. Yeah, I oh love that. I can't choose. Okay, wait. Also, okay, this is my last one for now. This is like my partner's favorite book, so she'll probably be annoyed I said this, but that's okay. <laughs> it's Sphinx by um, Carreta. Um, it's a translation. It's very, it's like a lot. Like you need to experience it in your lifetime. Okay, um, what do you feel like would be like a death card book? Because that's what we pulled for the collective. Like mm-hmm. death card medicine. Ooh, okay. 
Let's take a little look at the bookshelf here. Um, okay, personally, this is not really like a novel book in the way we've been discussing, but Mary Oliver, any of her poems um, or poetry yes. poems? So I have Owls and Other Fantasies, um, Upstream. I feel like her work is very death card, very like present momenty kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very death Taurus, like Scorpio Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're onto something here. <laughs> yes. I feel like you need to be doing more of this like book tarot card. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love mixture. it. I feel like that's like an ideal ally for me. Like art was one thing. I feel like maybe books can be my other thing. Right? Yeah. Oh it gosh. feels very like Knight of Cups too because it's the air and the water. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just like to bring okay. people on and tell them what to do with their lives. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, please. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, I do you it. have any good, like, oh, wait, okay, hold on. What are your top five favorite movies right now? Oh my gosh. For okay. people to watch while they're quarantined and Netflixing. Okay. This is very difficult for me as well. This is similar to the books question. I'm always like struggling because it's always changing for me. Um, honestly, like I just watched it last night for the first time, but really Clue is like where it's at, man. We are very entertained. It drags in the middle for like a second, but don't worry. It will come together at the end. The new one? Um, no, the old Clue from the 80s okay. or whatever, whenever it was. Okay. Um, okay. If you haven't seen Parasite. Oh, I want to watch that. This is the My time. My husband hates subtitles. He oh, hates no. reading. So he's like, oh, why would fine. I read a movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god as well and i'm Can't like okay <laughs> i'll watch it on my own oh <laughs> uh, yeah i feel like okay yeah i don't know that's a hard one because i would recommend watching parasite with someone because it's very like you want to have someone next to you to be like oh my god with like mm. you want to like be able to freak out with someone so okay maybe we'll have but. to like I feel like a new thing could be like zoom video calls while you watch a movie so it's like you're in a movie theater (laughs) that's so cute i love that if you're interested people let me know (laughs) we can have a parasite viewing party oh my gosh yeah so parasite um okay we just discussed this because it's one of my favorite books but if you have never seen carol like, yes, it's kind of a Christmassy film, but, like, it's also a very interior film. Like, we're inside now. Like, just hunk it down and watch Carol. True. Like, it'll make you feel good. Also, oh, my gosh. <laughs> my partner is in the same room as me because we live in a studio apartment. And she, like, overheard us talking about movies um, and texted me that God's Own Country, which is one of our favorite films, is now on Netflix. Oh, um, okay. God's Own Country. Look it up. What's it about? This experience. I'd like... It is, it's, it's something else. It's about, it's kind of, it has like a Brokeback Mountain-y vibe. Okay. Um, that's all I'll say. Like, it's just like needs to be experienced. Just watch it. Yeah. Like you need to like be present in it. And this is a good time for that. Okay. Love that. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah. Those are my top. I would also recommend for streaming, like if you want to binge like a 
series, um, Terrace House. If you've ever heard of it, it's a Netflix no. show. It's very good. Um, it's kind of a reality show, but it's like, I can't even explain how much more it is. Like, it's beyond. It's great. Terrace house? Like a terrace? Terrace. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're on the terrace. Like, okay. Terrace <laughs> um, is one of our favorite shows. Um, and yeah, it's just, it also has subtitles. So maybe don't watch it. With your okay. I'll watch it alone. <laughs> um, Check. But yeah. <laughs> but it's very good. And there's many seasons and it really like becomes your entire emotional world in a very good way. Okay, and your favorite podcast, too, because I feel like that's oh, great during does. quarantine. Like, cleaning your house is great yes. while you listen to a podcast. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm opening my podcast up now that we're discussing. Okay, um, so obviously, Tarot for the Wild Soul. Like, love. We all know. We all love. Um, also, The Word Witch. Oh, like yes. Hair. Yes. Um, also, I love Awakened Tarot. Yes, Jacqueline. Um, yes, I love Blind Love Radio. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I truly do. Like, I actually listen to oh it. Oh, my so. God, I love it. <laughs> this is, like, a real fun. I'm um, so grateful. I also like the Dating Straight podcast, which is kind of, like, a silly, like, fun YouTuber podcast. Um, Ooh, that sounds fun. Yes. Recently, the band Muna was on it. So, if you like Muna like a way to get into the podcast um it's just like chatty and like very nice I feel, I feel like, like you need right that now. for times of today yeah. right yeah like, like I don't a want me a true friend relief. right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> goes <laughs> a long way politeness. yeah <laughs> like Anna you don't need to listen to NPR again <laughs> like yes, it's not the they time. keep repeating the same thing yes oh my gosh um, also, this isn't a podcast, but um, Rosewater Spritz, um, Cora Black on Instagram. Um, I'm part of her Patreon, Ooh. and I highly recommend. It's, like, my favorite group to be part of, um, and, like, you just need to do it. Just come join us. It will make you that. feel better. Yes. yes. It has really, like, supported me on this, like, whole flowering journey we've discussed. I love that. Yes. So, highly recommend. Go follow Cora and then. Go be a patron. You will not regret. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. How about you? What have you been up to? How have you been keeping yourself, like, okay right now? Okay, watering my plants, as we've talked about. <laughs> yes. Like, I was a little bit late to this podcast because I was just, like, <laughs> running around my house watering my plants unnecessarily. But they need that's to okay. Drink. They need to drink. <laughs> also, like, drinking enough water myself. I feel like it's mm -hmm. very big because I just like will wake up anxious. And then once you right. like wake up anxious, I feel like you're like, fuck it with like all of your self-care stuff. Right. And it's just like you're in this perpetual like tenseness and mm -hmm. then you get dehydrated and then you get a headache and you can't right. think and you're already anxious. So like it just makes everything mm -hmm. worse. Mm -hmm. So that is something that I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. um, what else am I trying to do? Um, I've been like calling my siblings a lot in my family. Mm. And that's been very lovely. Um, so I feel like you're still like feeling the connection of people. Mm -hmm. And you can like talk about it. 
So then you're not just like storing it and it like manifests physically. Because mm-hmm. I'm like one of those people who will get like so anxious and then have all these like weird symptoms that then I have to deal with, which like just gets like worse and worse. And so if you can yeah. at least like have somebody to like talk about it with and especially not talking to the same person every time. So then mm-hmm. you don't stress them out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, spread it out. <laughs> you really do though. Especially when your whole world is like collapsing and you're like, I need to, yeah, I need to get it off yeah. my chest. Because I think that like comes back to like the community thing, like really engaging with community. Like this podcast has like been helping me so much. Um, I just love it. Okay. So before like this crisis happened, I bought a Peloton. Oh my gosh. What great timing. (laughs) So I've been like riding my troubles away. (laughs) Amazing. Oh my gosh. So that's been really helpful getting those, um, you know, endorphins, which I think are the best drug. (laughs) And especially like a lot of yoga places are doing like Mm -hmm. online streaming and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's great. Like every, I feel like all of these things are happening on zoom now. Yeah. So you can like still get together. I feel like there needs to be like a book club online. Yes, I agree. A tarot book club. A tarot <laughs> book club. Idea. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's start this guy. Who wants to be a part of it? <laughs> okay, let's draw a card. What should be our first topic? Let's see. Okay. Another little shuffle shuffle moment. This is happening. Yes, it's going down. Oh, Ooh, a timely little moment. Very timely. A nine of swords. I feel like dehydration is at least several of these stories. Yes, (laughs) it's so true. The little swan is like chained down in the water, but they can't drink because their neck is Mm -hmm. like. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I love this. It's interesting because somebody told me like nine of swords is the last phase of transformation before the Kabbalah in the Kabbalah, like the Mm -hmm. swan. Mm. represents mm. it so I always thought that was very interesting oh that's lovely and this is the only deck that has a swan on that card right probably well it's probably yes. others, but uh-huh. <laughs> the only one I know of yeah um so what would be a book like that represents that so what would that card be mm. that card would be like facing your fears right mm-hmm. yeah hmm. I'll have a little think about it yeah, I have to like consulting too. the bookshelf. Hmm. <laughs> the good thing is that um, a lot of public libraries, even if you can't get a physical book right now, um, they do rent out ebooks. Um, so if I you have, I saw that. If yes, you have a Kindle, okay. or I'm even a librarian like an in the real, the real daily life. Um, so I'm like all about this. Um, a lot of people do not know, but you can rent ebooks from your library. So how does um, that work? You rent it and then you just, is there like a certain amount of time you're allowed to have it for? Yeah, so it's like a regular loan um, and it comes to an app called Overdrive. Um, and basically the Overdrive is like a Kindle app. It's the same thing and it's free. 
um, and it'll come to you for whatever the length of your library loan usually is. So for most that I've had is like 14 days or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's great. And they can make sometimes more copies available that way than they can through physical copies. That's um, so cool. Yeah. So I highly recommend folks if you need something to read. Remember your public library. They are here for you. Yes. Um, I love the library. Agreed. Uh, Yeah. I'll have a little think on a book for the Nine of Swords. Yeah. Think about listeners. Think about it. Let me know (laughs) what you think and we'll make it happen. That sounds like so much fun. This is like an introvert's dream. Yes. Oh my gosh. Also, my partner who I mentioned is in the same room. Hello. Uh, (laughs) But um, you can also get video streaming through a lot of libraries. So if you're, if you don't have like Netflix, so you don't pay through it for like HBO or whatever, you can kind of see what your library has on Overdrive and watch them for free. I love that. Um, I feel like you got to stay entertained. Yeah, that is like the key right now. And I think it's hard because a lot of people feel like they need to plug into the like news situation so that they'll be informed constantly and like be worrying constantly. But I think it's important to Break take time cycle. to do other stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's very like nine of sorts as well is like kind of like you don't have to be consuming constantly the anxious thoughts. You can kind of turn to other stuff. So true. And I saw a thing I put up on my Instagram today. I saw someone put like, you don't need to use this time to like crank out good content and like Mm -hmm. finish your manifesto. Like it's okay to just like take a breath Mm -hmm. and just like be, you don't need to be like creating this masterpiece, like the pressure as there's a pandemic. Right. Yeah. You don't need to be. Like productive necessarily yes. right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the time to chill, everybody. To totally. Chill a little bit. <laughs> so tell us more. I feel like the Knight of Cups is like so prevalent. Tell us a little bit more mm-hmm. about that archetype for you. Yeah, so Knight of Cups has come up for me a lot. I pulled it for myself before my first therapy session. Mm. Um And it kind of was just like inviting me into this way of being that really, as I kind of mentioned, like just doesn't come naturally to me. Um, Like I'm very self-critical. I'm like very like intellectualizing of my emotions. Um, Like it's hard for me to just like let myself like feel stuff or like be present and stuff because I'm always just like thinking too much. As I've said, I'm a Gemini, so you get it. Um, So that's when that card kind of like first came up as a, like ally for me, I would say. Um, and then I'm also part of Sincerely the Tarot's um, Sincerely 78. Um, and the Nine of Cups was my card for the month. Um, so it's like very like Pro- full circle here. Wow. Yeah. And I feel like that comes up for me kind of like after I've done a lot of work on that kind of um like energy or like that way of being I've done like so much work around it and I feel like it coming up for me again was like really affirming of like all the things I've done to kind of make my life a little easier for myself to live Mm -hmm. (laughs) um 
yeah. Also, yeah, I guess it would be remiss not to mention um, a lot of my like trauma has to deal with, has to do with like a lot of family issues. Um, so I'm queer as we discussed um, and I'm not part of my family unit because of that. Um, so I had to go through like a lot of like boundary setting and a lot of like protecting myself, um, when I was younger and having to like fend for myself, um, and like make a way in life without my family's support. Um, and I feel like that really hardened me. So the kind of cups to me is really like all about like softening, trying to like relearn some of the lessons I taught myself, um, and trying to like let go of some of the like, I don't know, like tenser, like harder ways that I like used to treat myself to deal with my trauma. <laughs> so wow, that's like, so beautiful. I have to like laugh about trauma because I'm a Jedi, but <laughs> no, I yeah, love so, it. Uh, that's like really what the night of that means to me. I think also as I've moved into doing more care readings for other people, I feel like moving myself more into a mode of Knight of Cups in my life has really helped me hold space for other people um, more easily and kind of like, you know, soften myself to other people as well. That's beautiful. I love the Knight of Cups. And I feel like it's connecting with people on an emotional level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that is like, has always been hard for me in my life. Um, and only got like worse, <laughs> um, as I grew up. So I feel like it's really an invitation to me to kind of like rethink how I like interact and like how I like present myself in the world. Um, yeah. What was it like going to therapy for the first time? Oh my gosh. It was so much. So like, I don't know, you've been like, you've gone to therapy like to therapy throughout. Forever. Yeah. 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 So like you were like, are like in this rodeo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> perpetually uh, yes I think um for me it was really hard to actually make myself do it like find the person like make the appointment like decide like how to prepare for the appointment like all of those steps were really hard um but when I actually got to it it was like so much easier and just like flowed a lot more naturally than I thought it would because um, it's just talking in your Gemini yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And like, I think I forgot about that, you know? And like, I like actually met you for the first time when like right before I went mm -hmm. to therapy the first time and we did a reading about it. And like, this all came up for me, like that I was just like thinking so much about like what it was, what it had to be and like all this stuff. Like, but it's really just like talking. It is. <laughs> um, yeah. And that was hard for me to, I guess, know or accept <laughs> until I actually did it. Um, and it makes me think about like the Knight of Cups. Like I feel like so many times we get anxious like that, like air energy. And then it like stirs up all of these emotions mm -hmm. and like how to not get ourselves into that, like starting to create like this whirlpool unnecessarily mm -hmm. and to be able to like, just like cross the river slowly <laughs> Right. One step at a time. Right. Don't be like panicking constantly. Panicking. Because I, especially right now, like I feel like that's such big medicine. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like when so many things are up into the air, you know, like what's going to happen? We don't know. Mm -hmm. But like if we can just like 
surrender that hanged man hanged man was my card of the year oh my gosh with how accurate i know (laughs) painfully accurate and just like i'm like okay i just have to surrender there's no and like it benefits you to surrender though because like if you don't you end up just creating this like storm inside you that like causes so much destruction mm-hmm. and you're the only one like going through it then mm-hmm. this invisible storm that like no nope, oh everybody doesn't even know is happening and i don't know it's just like you gotta get it out yes oh my gosh this like really brings up for me one of my favorite films of all time frozen <laughs> I, <laughs> I love like that like, i feel like frozen is such a Knight of Cups move as well. And I really personally identify with Elsa. Um, she's kind of like outcast from her family or whatever and has to like feel like she needs to isolate herself. And I feel like the whole journey of Frozen is like learning that like self-isolation and like cutting yourself off from everybody and keeping it all inside like is not the way, obviously. <laughs> um, and that if you can move with like more ease and grace and try to be with yourself where you are you can move through it. Um, so Knight of Cups really also from Frozen for me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's such like a community card. I don't know why. I feel like the knights are like all about like going out in the community. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they're like messengers kind of like, I guess maybe the pages are more messengers, but like, I don't know. It feels like the knights are like going out there. And even though I feel like we're all like not, necessarily physically in our community we can still like emotionally be there for each other Mm -hmm. and mentally still be there like keeping in mind other people and I don't know like all that Mm -hmm. stuff yes and just being gentle with ourselves yes and with other people right now huge (sighs) yeah it's a wild time guys (laughs) it is wild i feel bad that this is like monopolizing (laughs) our time but i feel like this is what's happening yeah like this is what we're experiencing and tarot is for the now right exactly yeah yeah exactly so do you pull a card every day um i don't always I kind of go through phases where I'll like want to get a lot of feedback for myself and I'll kind of like do like a deeper spread for myself. Um, I would say I do that like more rarely. I usually do like a one card check-in when I feel like I want to have that. Um, I also do like get readings from other folks in the community um, that I feel like really support me in a way that is different from what I can offer myself. So as I mentioned, I'm part of Rosewater Spritz's um, Patreon. Um, There's really good readings happening over there for the collective and the individual. Um, And then I also get Sincerely the Tarot um, from Jordan. Um, And those are kind of like my main like reading moments. Um, And then I read for myself in between um, kind of as needed. Or if there's like a big thing coming up for me, um, I'll kind of pull for myself. Um, So yeah. What's your practice like to do like a daily? 
I do a daily poll, and then if I'm in crisis, I'll do, like, a huge, like, Celtic crossbred for myself. I love that. Which feels, like, really good. It feels, like, extremely grounding to pull a card every day. Mm -hmm. I'm very earth sign, so I, like, feel like it's very easy for me to, like, keep a routine. It's, like, part of the routine keeps me very grounded, Mm-hmm. And like connecting at the same time every day, and like it feels very like anchoring in such, mm-hmm. especially like such a chaotic time. Yes, that's amazing. Do you see like patterns come up for you when you do it every day? Do you like record it or no? I can't. You're like, <laughs> you're like absolutely, that's too far. <laughs> but a lot of the same cards will come up again and again. Mm-hmm. Like today, I pulled Libra or uh, mm-hmm. Justice, Justice, which oh. I've been getting that more. I would say, mm-hmm. which like. It feels like it makes sense, like, thinking about my relationships and how I'm relating to, like, the outside world, especially when you're, Mm -hmm. like, pulled back from it. It makes you Mm -hmm. think about, like, what your relationship even is with everything around you. Um, Because, like, once it's gone, it's like you really notice what was there. Right. In a different way. Um, You get the moon Mm -hmm. card all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Page of Cups recently, a lot. Mm, that's a good one. And you're very creative. Do you think that's a creative card? I think so. Page of Cups, yeah. Yeah, I think It feels so. very, feel like, like, Pisces, Virgo. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It feels yeah, like, like watering my plants. Water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> Like something you can do that's like so basic but so grounding. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yesterday, yeah. okay, so yesterday was my first day at the plant store and I mm-hmm. like I pulled a card and it was four of cups reversed. And mm. I literally watered like every single plant in the <laughs> store. And I thought back at the end of the day and I was like, I was just pouring cups out all day. That's really what was happening. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love when the tarot is like so literal. So literal. <laughs> yeah. Do you oh have any God. stories like that where it's like spooky? <laughs> yeah. So like, this is kind of funny. I like, um read occasionally for my partner like not not like too much I do feel like it is like hard in some ways to like really hold space for your partner when you're like Mm -hmm. in a mutual entanglement um but like I do read for her occasionally and they're always like the most like hilariously like literal things and she's always like is basically telling me like like just like the most like ridiculously literal thing for the situation so like for example she's gonna like start a new running routine which has been disrupted by the fact we can't go outside um but I pulled a card for her around that and it was like ace of pentacles like mm-hmm. starting something new in your body and she was mm-hmm. like thanks <laughs> yep. yes and she's also a Pisces moon and I pulled for her the moon card and she's like so it's moon 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 yes <laughs> yes yeah so I've had the tarot be like really literal for her in particular. And I feel like part of it is she's a Virgo. So like, that's like, you know. Wow. A Virgo sun and then a Pisces moon. Oh yeah. It's it's a wild ride. She's so (laughs) conflicted internally. 
I mean, I I don't see that from from the outside. Or is she just so balanced? Yeah, I feel like she's very like like in herself. She's probably like just (laughs) she's like stop talking about me. (laughs) Like, what are you? (laughs) My sister's a Virgo moon, and then I'm a Pisces moon, Mm -hmm. which really works. Yeah, I can see that. That's balancing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm envious of Virgos. Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't have any Virgo. Yeah, as I showed you, my like bizarre notes. It's like podcast baby, and then it says my name. Like, <laughs> if I was okay, what else did you? Virgo, what, do, what do you have on your notes? Oh my god, let's go stuff. over them. <laughs> okay, <laughs> since I listened to your podcast, I thought that you would ask me what my favorite card is because you often ask people. Oh, I thought it was the Knight of Cups. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I have stuff written down, including the Knight of Cups. Okay, tell um, us your others. I also had um, lovers. Oh, yes, with your Gemini. Okay, how do you relate to that being a Gemini, Mm -hmm. with it being ruled by Gemini, if anybody doesn't know? Yeah, it's like the very Gemini card. Um, For me, it's really about, like, seeing yourself and your duality. For me, since I'm a Virgo, it's seeing myself (laughs) in a Gemini. Um, (laughs) Seeing myself in my duality and kind of accepting, um, like, all like parts of myself um or at least like trying to get to that as the ideal so for me it's kind of been a guide along my therapy path as well as knight of cups um also kind of a watery sign a watery card i don't know i feel like it's just like for me right because you see your reflection yeah like you see it in water too right yeah exactly and kind of like meeting yourself in where you are supportive yeah Exactly. So that's like one of my favorites. And strength also for the Tell same Tell me reason. why. Um, I feel like strength and the lovers kind of have like a relationship to me, um, kind of about seeing different parts of yourself and working with them in different ways. Um, so strength for me is kind of more about like the parts of my personality that I find difficult or that I don't like necessarily like want in my life um, and kind of like approaching those openly as well. Um, you know, kind of like integrating all aspects of the self, uh, which is beautiful. Do you like the bear better or the lion? Mm, I have to look at the bear since I have it right next to me. I do love bear. I I'm like always torn. I love the bear. I love the lion. I don't know. Coming from, um, I'm from New York state originally. So, like, we do have black bears here. So, like, I do like it a little bit better than the lion in some ways for that reason. Um, it feels a little more too. grounded. Yeah. Yeah, and it feels, right. like, like connected to, like, where I have grown up and, like, like I've seen bears in the wild before. Um, have you I really? Like I don't think I've ever yes. actually seen one. Oh my gosh, you need to get yourself a bear sighting. Oh my god, I don't know. I feel nervous about that. Yes, well, obviously you do not want to disrupt them in their <laughs> daily life. Um, I have seen them in Shenandoah, which is not too far from you, um, like mm-hmm. two hours to the south. Um, Shenandoah National Park. Um, when I lived in D.C., we went there a lot. Um, we saw baby black bears. We saw wow. a big papa black bear. Um, and as long as you are respectful of them and walk away and do not try to, you know, Take interfere a with their lives. With them. Oh my gosh. I know people are 
people are very bad. <laughs> like Mr. Bear just wants to eat his berries, like let him live. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. what else do you have on your sheet? Oh my gosh. I feel okay, like there's I have- a plethora of notes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's too much. <laughs> um oh yeah. Okay, I had like people I wanted to mention as being supportive okay, to my journey. Shout them and, out. And I have I feel like I addressed them already. Yeah. So we love core. We love Jordan. We love Jordan. Um we love Lindsay Mac. Um, yes. So much it's important to me to mention Lindsay Mac on this podcast. Um because she's really influenced like my tarot journey and like has like I really align with her view of tarot and the way she uses it. Um and like just to give, you know, credit to my lineage, like Lindsay Mack is the person. Amen. Yes. Love her. Um, yeah. What else do I have on here? Weird stuff. You know. Tell me all the weird things. I want to hear like the random sentences that are on there. <laughs> um let's see. For some reason I just wrote self-healing. Okay. I don't know. I, don't I feel know what like that was that's big. To. I feel like, that's like with big your therapy thing. Yeah. And like that's how I approach using tarot for others. Not sure what I meant by just writing it down on here. <laughs> it makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I had written commit and then crossed it out. So that says a lot about me. Mm. I don't know what that was about. What is that about? I, I am not sure. Committing. Maybe not. <laughs> There's a lot to be said. Allowing ourselves to evolve. Yeah, exactly. Which is like all we do, you know? Totally. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, I also wrote down, um, I've been giving full and new moon time readings. Mm-hmm. Um, is like the offering I am doing um, for online tarot. Um, right now I have like, as we've already discussed, a separate offering for this present corona moment. Um but I have been doing full new moon readings. So it's kind of like when I've been opening the books, as they say. Um, and it's been really like great for me so far. I feel like I've had like a really like, deepening of my relationship with cycles and the moon. And I'm trying to learn more about astrology and kind of paying attention to the moon has helped me in that. What's your favorite um, planet? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say Mercury. Oh, duh. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just gonna go with that. That's what came to. I to love mind. that. What about you? The first thing that came to my mind was Saturn, but then I was mm. planning on saying Pluto. I see that energy from you because I'm so so Pluto. Like I have Pluto yeah. right on my ascendant, <laughs> and it. But it's like I really don't like it. Mm. Because, but I've like learned to surrender to it and the more I surrender to it the less harsh it seems to be mm-hmm. because it's like getting its way yeah it's whenever like I resist change because I'm also mm. so Saturnian mm-hmm. because I have like a Capricorn stellium Ooh, interesting mm-hmm. so like <laughs> Being so grounded, but then being forced to, like, be repotted. If we use, like, a plant analogy, like... Your little roots are all, like, yes. out there. And I'm like, oh, I'm so exposed. What is this new home? It's like the mandrake in Harry Potter. It's, like, no. Yes, that is my life. It's so true. 
But I don't know. I guess it's for whatever reason. I don't know why, but why are we the way we are? Who knows? (laughs) I'm learning to accept it. Mm-hmm. That's hey. all we can do. Thanked, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! What a year for you! What a year! A yeah. What a year that nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a year of me sitting on my couch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. What else is on the cheat? Tell me more. Mm, let's see. The people need okay. to know. I wrote clear then I underlined it and I put an exclamation point next to it okay then I also wrote I live for the aesthetic okay tell me more um I feel like this relates to like the art stuff I've been posting like I feel like I part of my like Gemini-ness and also just like my like queer eye is like really about art and like seeing beauty and like that's like what I live for um which now I'm seeing online as museums are putting their stuff on their Instagrams, which is great. Um, but yeah, that's like a big part of my life. Um, and I kind of try to bring that to my tarot a little bit. I think art has like a lot of archetypes that really align with tarot. Totally. Um, yeah. yeah. You know what would be so cool? If you chose like passages from books and then did the same thing, like a paragraph. Mm, I'm writing this down. So then it could be, I don't know, like, then it, like, kind of, like, gives the vibe, and it, like, also draws in, like, thinking about exchanges with other people and how that brings in different archetypes and represents different archetypes. I love this. I'm all for it. I was an English major, so I feel Oh, my God, it's so perfect for you. Or, like, a poem. Yes. Oh my gosh, perfect. I, like I love that. Oh, <laughs> I'm writing this down. I, <laughs> think, my, like, I think of a lot of good flip. ideas. I don't have the best follow through, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad if somebody else can utilize them. <laughs> I feel like that's like the air sign is like bringing out the things that earthy people can think of, you know? Yeah. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Because you would think it would be opposite. Right. But it yeah. totally doesn't feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like you're so grounded where you are. It's mm-hmm. like hard to get the momentum of the air right. to like put it out into the world. Right. Yeah. I feel like it's like Knight of Pentacles versus Knight of Swords. Like, you know. Like, yes. it's just like, here it is, bitch, like, accept it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, Knight of Pentacles is like, okay, like, we're preparing, like, we're organizing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I'm very good <laughs> at preparing and organizing. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. Maybe I lie. Maybe I'm not. I'm chaos. I'm a chaotic <laughs> human. <laughs> <laughs> we need wish, those people though I you wish know? I was more organized yeah me I'm too very slowly becoming <laughs> more organized I think it takes a lot of emotional maturity to be organized mm-hmm. I agree or maybe it's just reflecting that like that as within so without mm-hmm. no I agree 
I think also like learning from times when you have not been organized. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important, but I feel like I never learn those lessons. <laughs> they just happen to me again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. What other notes? Um, let's see. What's your favorite recipe to make? You said you like cooking. Ooh, okay, yeah, I had written down that I, I like cooking. So that is like an interesting thing right now because as we've been discussing this whole time, we're all in quarantine. Um, I had luckily done strategic grocery shopping over several weeks. Um, and then I was in quarantine, so I have missed out on a lot of the grocery panic situation, mm. which I am grateful for. It's very um, horror movie. I can't imagine. It was Today bad enough when I, I was out there a couple weeks ago. And like, I was at the rice section <laughs> and this guy came up with a shopping cart and bought like the two last big bags, like the big like 20 pound bags of rice. Oh my gosh. And like, he just looked like a character from a movie. He had like sunglasses <laughs> on and like jeans and a black shirt and like oh that feeling of like a dad that will do anything. And I also don't want to be the asshole who's like cleaning out the store. I know. And lots of people seem to be doing that. Yeah. Like if you're going to go, I get it if you're stocking up on stuff. But I was like, I'm not going to buy all of the ground beef here. Right. Like, cause you like, don't need don't all do of that. Don't do that, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's probably like, that's what's causing the situation. The cause there's not. Yeah, like there's not actually a supply chain issue as far as it seems like food people are talking about it. So I feel like that's not the problem. It's like people going out and like getting more than they need, which is very, as we've talked about, kind of like bad emperor vibes. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not bad, but you know, out of balance emperor Unhealthy. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think it's hard because obviously it's, it's like, hard not to be sympathetic to people in panic because we all are totally um, so it's like a balance there uh, but yeah so anyways back to your original yeah, question sorry again <laughs> sorry about all this <laughs> um, so I really like making um, my favorite recipe right now and it has been for a long time but this is like a good time for it is this like vegan chana masala situation mm-hmm. so it's like your typical chana masala, but with coconut cream instead of like any dairy product. Um, so it literally is like just canned coconut cream. It's like shelf stable. So like I got stuff to make that and like freeze. So I did like a big batch of that the other night. Um, and like now I have that for like many evenings to come. I love that. Um, Yeah. So what else do you put in it? So it's like, just your typical like alliums group first. So like onion and garlic and then ginger, like lots of ginger. Love ginger. Um, and then like cardamom, cumin, turmeric, um, which I use the diaspora company turmeric, which like I love so much. It's like beyond. Um, and what else is in there? Garam masala. And then, you just kind of like let the chickpeas chill in there and like get like real nice. And then tin tomatoes and coconut cream. And that's literally it. And mm. it's like, it's everything. That sounds so comforting. good. Mm, yeah. Yes. How is your like cooking situation going? Do you have like 
enough supplies to hunker down and definitely I bought so many beans even though I don't even like beans (laughs) (laughs) how can you not like beans (laughs) I feel like beans just don't like me it's the problem (laughs) but I feel like I'm reminding myself like I don't need to live in the lap of luxury to survive Mm -hmm. like really I can eat like rice and beans and frozen vegetables and be fine. Like I mm-hmm. don't need to have like everything I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like that really cuts down on the panic. Cause I feel like a lot of people are panicking that they can't live. They won't be able to sustain their daily lives like the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. But like, it's fine if like you have to go a couple days or a couple weeks without your fancy chips yeah exactly or toilet paper like you are in a room with a shower yeah what's going on with the toilet I don't know I I don't get it I was in quarantine before all of it and then I was like just sitting at home I was like what is going on out there like I am dude I don't know I mean this virus doesn't cause diarrhea I don't get it I'm very confused Uh, I think it's just like that panic yeah yeah which we can all empathize with, but yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot navigating, like how much do you actually do? And then feeling like your president lies to you. So do Mm -hmm. you believe what they're saying? Right. I guess you just not need to not listen to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that feels weird. There's a lot yeah. of like weirdness and I guess we're just going into like uncharted waters. Right. Yeah. And I guess that's like we're kind of at the beginning and like hopefully we can, I don't know, like taper things if people really do the social distancing, like hopefully this will like, we can avoid like the major spike that will like overwhelm our systems. I don't know. And it's hard because you have to put your faith in the collective, which can be difficult in these moments. And it's weird that we're just at the beginning of it Mm -hmm. because it Mm -hmm. feels like we've been here forever, doesn't it? Right. It feels like the longest week of my life. Mm -hmm. It really does. Right? Like what? I don't know. You know. Yeah. This is why movie night. I recommend it. Keeps you going. And it marks the days like, oh, today we watch this, tomorrow we watch that. <laughs> it's so yeah. true. Yeah. Yes. They might release Emma, which oh, is currently supposed to be in theaters. They might release it online, which would oh, be cool. You know what I loved? Little Women. I love Little Women. Oh Did my you gosh, watch I the cried. new one? Yes, I cried. Oh the whole my God, time. I cried. Me and my mom wanted to go see it together. Oh, no. And we were like holding hands, crying. Oh, so good. It was the most like adorable slash emotional movie I've ever seen. I love that. That's I loved like really all of their. To go with your mom. Right? That's a lot. It was a lot. We were both like sobbing and we were the only two in the movie theater besides the (laughs) other two old ladies. And it was just like wailing. Like, oh my gosh. It was so good though. 
That's amazing. The heartstrings that. that were pulled. And it's the outfits. I love it. The outfits were like, great. I want to be them. I know. I love how, um, yeah, I just like love everything about it. I love, I can't even, I can't even really express it. <laughs> I feel like you give me like big Joe vibes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my girlfriend listening to this will be very upset because that's who she aligns with. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like like I haven't seen her and I don't know her, but she could very well be. Who would you be? We have a a studio, so she's like hiding. Um, Who would I be? I kind of am Amy in a little way, you know? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's a certain vibe, I think. How about you? Uh, Okay, so my mom was like, you would be the Emma Watson character, which I was very offended by. Mm. Mm. Because yeah. she just seems <laughs> like an idiot. Oh my gosh. She gets, she like swallows her heart though. She's like so superficial. I can't take it. <laughs> she had oh no gosh. skills in the movie. Yeah. But. I know, I mean, right? But, but she, what she sacrifices for love? She sacrifices know? money for love. Whoop whoop! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to spin this so that your mom won't have offended you, but I see there's no way. More right? Offensive. <laughs> so offensive. Could I have not been the painter or, or the writer or yes. even the piano player? Oh, she's so sweet. Oh, I know. I want to pay. Yeah. I want a piano so bad. I know I'm also kind of Timmy like his character like when he comes to the party and like everybody is like in their fancy dresses and he's basically like really drunk and like dressed yes. really nice and like calling everybody a phony like that's kind of me in another way yes you know? like this is bullshit yeah like, I feel like the, <laughs> the only bad character in that movie I feel like was the dad like the better call yeah. Saul guy just looked he like he right. walked off yeah. Hollywood with a weird accent. Yeah. I was like, hello, right. girls. <laughs> like, where did you come what? from? Like, you are out of character. <laughs> this is so weird. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. My partner says I'm clearly Aunt March, which kind of, yeah. Ooh, I like that. I kind of am that as well. I see that. Taking care of everyone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that. Mom vibes. (laughs) Oh, no. Aunt March was like the 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 other one. The elderly one. Yeah. The um, The really rich one. Yeah. And she's just kind of like making like little comments on people's decisions. Like that's kind of me That's very Gemini. Yeah. Like the goss situation. (laughs) I love that. Such a good film. Oh, so good. Everyone needs to see that. Yeah. It's out now for your viewing pleasure. Yes. Everyone make this part of your prescribed movie night. (laughs) Yes. I feel like that. Yeah. Thank God for Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. It's the little things, people. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Just carry on. Carry on. Stay calm. Mm -hmm. Don't 
hard groceries and toilet paper. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> don't panic if you don't have a job. It's okay. Oh my gosh. And it's hard oh. to be able to say like it's okay because it's really like not okay. Right. But it's that thing where it's like you just have to surrender. It's better to like be alive and not have a job than keep on going out Mm -hmm. and then die if you're older, especially. Right. Yeah. And like contribute. Right. Yeah. And like for young people, like just don't be contributing. Like, I feel like I see a lot of people who think like still it's okay to just carry on and like not inconvenience themselves, but like, it's not about like us younger people. Um, and I use younger, like, obviously there's people like myself who have like immune issues, um, and like we're vulnerable as well, but, um, like young, healthy people, like you still are, you know, carrying it to people who are more vulnerable than you are. Yeah. Don't go to any like St. Patrick's Day parties, people. Even Ireland, like shut down their bars. Of course. It's not the point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes. (laughs) i feel like it's hard because if i was a youth of today i i'm sure i would have been like a little asshole oh really oh my gosh oh my god totally i can just think like oh my god how excited would i have been to like not have school and to go over my friend's house and drink so much to where like oh I had gosh. no immune system and <laughs> <laughs> like all of the bad decisions. But oh my gosh. don't do it, people. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, I doubt any of them are listening to this podcast, but <laughs> if you have a little brother or sister, mm-hmm. get them in check. Yep. Keep them indoors. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I think, like, that's part of the thing about, like, checking up on your family Mm -hmm. and, like, really, like, seeing how they're doing and then also, like, taking accountability for your family, like, telling your parents to stay home. Like, I know my mom was getting really antsy and she was like, I'm going to go to the Mm -hmm. post office and, like, send you all these things. And I was like, no, like, I don't (laughs) need any of that. Don't go to the post office. Like, stop. (laughs) Stop, please. Yes. Especially, like, if you have the ability to stay home. Because, like, some people do not. And I think it's important for the rest of us who do to do our part. Totally. Yeah. If you can stay home. And especially, like, if you're going to be one of the people who may be getting sick. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't want you going to the hospital and having that happen. Right. Scary times. Yes. Stay healthy, everybody. Stay healthy. You froze on me. Am I frozen on yours? Oh, no. No. Can you, just, see. you can see me move. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine for me. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, all right. You're just as long frozen. As I'm not frozen in an awkward face. <laughs> you look gorgeous. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, is there anything else that we didn't get to on your note sheet? Mm, let's see. Um, I don't think so. I feel like, yeah, I feel like all the stuff I had 
weirdly written down in my weird little way. Um, we kind of like talked about a lot. What's uh, your yeah. favorite um, quote? Ooh. Quote for hard times. Hmm. That's a hard one. Do you have one off the top of mind for you? I would say keep calm and carry on, but that's such like a cliche. Mm, I like that though. That's good. (laughs) One of my favorite like Mary Oliver quotes. um, I recently saw it like again on, do you know Kelsey, the feral unfolding on Instagram? Yes. Um, I think she recently posted this quote, which I love. Um, I can't remember exactly if this is the right words, but something to the effect of like, let your little animal body like love what it loves. Like that's all you need to be doing right now. Um, And I feel like that's like a very coming like idea for right now. Um, I mean, in life, obviously it's, it's like a great quote, but I feel like for this moment, like just taking care of like your physical and like emotional like little self in there you know like we're all just like little baby animals trying to live okay I have another one it's more harsh than yours but (laughs) but it's like this marines quote that always stuck with Mm me of adapt and survive oh yeah which I love which I feel like is very Pluto like not Mm -hmm. being so rigid in your routine and like allowing yourself to evolve and just be with the changing times. Mm, I love that. Adapt and survive. <laughs> I love that. Gotta eat beans oh now. Gosh. Adapt and survive. <laughs> yeah. Like just just roll with it. Roll yeah, with I it. I love that. Movie mm. night is the new highlight yes. of the day. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm here for it. Let me know what you're watching. Yes. You can all share a list. (laughs) Yes, that would be fun. Yes. Uh, Oh, also, I wrote this down while we were talking. Um, Earlier, I said dumb in reference to a decision about people, like, wanting to be out. I would like to apologize. I'm trying not to use that phrase um, because it's an ableist phrase. So I've been trying to phrase that out of my vocabulary. So I'd just like to acknowledge. I said it earlier. This whole time I felt bad about it. I wrote it down and now I remember to address it. Okay, very big of you. So I apologize. Very fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a hard one. Yes, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, other than that little note about self-shaming myself, but in a positive way, um, <laughs> I think my, my notes have been covered. <laughs> You're calling yourself in as Lindsay yeah, Mack likes exactly. to say. Yeah, exactly. Just being accountable. And notes are good for that. <laughs> Man, she is like, I look up to her so much for whenever and she you got like. you to interview her, right? You had her on the pod. I have had her on the pod. Let's shout out that episode. It was oh so good. Oh my God, everyone go listen. I was so nervous. Oh my gosh. I you feel like I got well. really nervous at the end and then just like cut her off and ended it. And I- <laughs> You're like okay this has been fun bye <laughs> basically like if I could have done it over I would have like at the end told her how much I loved her and like blah 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 I just ended it so awkwardly I was like okay bye oh. <laughs> it, it, but like listening I did not feel that from you like you're 
your fe- like fear you and uncertainty didn't carry over really you couldn't feel like, my I adrenaline like I felt like you're in control like I feel like you're like a good just like nice presence that like rolls along you know like I didn't feel like any bad <laughs> I you know what got in my mind is like that little Zoloft ball that like bounces <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just rolling <laughs> along here. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. If we can all be like that little ball. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. This was so great to like be with a person out in the world where I'm not at in my little studio apartment (laughs) yes oh my god thank you so much for everything you're doing with the tarot readings and supporting everybody and I feel like it's so important thank you I feel like that's like what called me to tarot is that tarot had helped me and I want to use it to help other people um that's like my goal and I'm really happy to be able to do do it right now in a scary time. I love that. We all appreciate you. (laughs) And thank you for this podcast. Like, I really, like, this is not because I'm a guest on it right now, which, by the way, thank you for having me. Truly honored to be on a podcast I listen to. Um, But, like, I feel like it brings really, like, interesting and, like, different creative conversations that, like, you know, you don't really see other places. So I appreciate you. you. What work. a compliment. Yeah, hopefully more <laughs> of them coming out. I feel like I'm going to have yes. more time soon. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I never yes. know if I'm like overwhelming people by putting them out too frequently. I mean, I think so right long. now, especially That's we like, need the content. Like the people are thirsty and you need to feed them okay. with a little watering can. <laughs> it's true. I'm watering the people plants. Yeah, was my podcast. <laughs> I love that for you. Okay, tell everyone where they can find you too, where they can book a reading, et cetera, et cetera. Excellent. Okay, so I'm Sam Waxwing Tarot on Instagram. So wax, like the wax of candle wing, like the wing of a bird, dot tarot. Um, and that's named after the cedar waxwing. Um, one of my favorite birds. Anyways, you can find me there on Instagram. And as I mentioned, I do full and new moon time readings. And right now, while we're all in quarantine together, I'm doing a pay what you can tips offering for soft tarot support readings right now. Um, and I'll probably be doing that the whole time I'm inside. So <laughs> keep them coming. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. Um, and I look forward to, you know, having out in the world. This is great. Sitting on the dock of the bay, waste of time. I left my home in Georgia, headed for the Frisco Bay. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Connect with Sam Waxwing Tarot on Instagram and check out all of her offerings. They are all amazing. You're gonna love it. If you enjoyed this podcast, if you could rate and review it on iTunes, give it five stars, say something nice that would 
just be so lovely. I would really appreciate it. It helps other people find the podcast and it just makes me really happy. So I hope that you are having a good day. I hope that you're having a fabulous Libra full moon or whenever you are listening to this. Um, I'm sending you a virtual smoochie, smoochie poochie. Um, And yeah, let's all just have a movie night. That's what we need, right? Tell me what you're watching. Send me it on Instagram. I need good advice (laughs) or good movie titles. Um, I want to know what you're reading too. Send me that. Um, So that would be Blind Love Radio on Instagram. I don't know why that took me so long to remember. It's like literally the name of this show. But whatever. You guys know how it is right now. Times are weird. My brain is weird. It's, It's all happening. It's all good. All right, enough rambling. I love you. Be well. Bye.